Because without empathy and without curiosity, well, you're not even imagining someone else's perspective. You're not putting yourself in their situation, and you're not even willing to ask questions. You're listening to WERALP, Arlington, Virginia, 96.7 FM, streaming and on demand at WERA.FM. I'm your host, Lynn Borton, and this is Choose to be Curious. Welcome. In each show, we explore how curiosity shows up in people's work and lives, and every one of these conversations has its origin in some often very random moment that sticks in my head and takes on momentum all its own. Today's conversation began with a tap. I was on one of my sound safaris collecting Arlington sound clips for potential use in future shows, and as a walker, I wanted to capture sounds around the county that assist pedestrians, things we might otherwise take for granted, like the talking crosswalk signs, or crossing guards. All these features that are supposed to contribute to our walkable community. By the way, I found all sorts of interesting information at walkarlington.com. Check it out. According to walkscore.com, Arlington is number one in Virginia in walkability, and nichebeta.com, which rates communities for livability generally, if it's a place you want to move, recently ranked Arlington as America's best city to live in, in part for this very reason. Inexplicably, neither rating took community radio into account, but I digress. As I thought about walkability, I thought of fellow WERA radio producer Brandon Charles. He hosts Breaking Boundaries and happens to be blind. I felt certain he would have something to offer on this topic. So the next time we ran into each other, I asked. And he did this. Sound, he said. Echoes. I thought, of course, but I wouldn't have come up with it from my own experience. And that got me thinking about the importance of walking in another person's shoes, of empathy, that ability to understand and share other people's feelings and experiences, and the intersection of that with curiosity. There's a lot in the media about empathy these days, everything from Brene Brown's fabulous work to Inc. Magazine's coverage of the ways empathy contributes to leadership, stronger teams, and better sales. Links on Facebook, choose to be curious, you know I have them. Roger Ebert, of all people, calls empathy, quote, the most essential quality of civilization. And Maya Angelou, a favorite of mine, has said, I think we all have empathy we may not have enough courage to display it. In all the talk and literature about empathy, curiosity keeps coming up as the first and most important step in that direction. And I have to say, I think a little more empathy, a little more curiosity might help us all as we move through this election season. I heard a presentation a few months ago by an Egyptian man, maybe 30 years old, who described himself as a former jihadist, someone who had really gone down the religion rabbit hole while trying to fit in at college. And among the many riveting things that he had to say was that he'd been able to resurface eventually because he kept studying his faith and learned more. And when he did that, he couldn't hold on to his extremism. He couldn't hold on to his extremism because he kept learning. If that isn't an argument for curiosity, I don't know what is. 
So I wanted to go back to Brandon and invite him into a conversation about curiosity and empathy and breaking boundaries around disability or anything else we might talk about. And so here he is. Welcome, Brandon. Hey, thanks for having me here, Lavlin. It's great to see you. I'm very excited about this conversation, actually, because I think this is a, an area I've really been thinking a lot about but haven't yet ventured into um, on the show. So thank you for being adventurous along with me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love listening to your show every week. It's it's just a great uh, – delves very much into curiosity and wants – makes me want to be more curious about things. I love hearing that from people. Breaking Boundaries is a great window into um, the lives and experiences of people living with a wide range of disabilities. Kudos to you for that. So tell me, what inspired you to launch the show? Well, I started paying attention to the fact that there was a lack of media coverage about diverse prejudice uh, when it came to the Baltimore riots a few years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, when I started witnessing everything that was happening there and everybody was sharing their perspectives on social media, I was thinking to myself, nobody really talks about the struggles or the problems uh, on the outside in society that people with disabilities go through. So I vowed that rather than just complain about it, that I would actually do something about it and take an active part in the disabilities community and try to get more perspective. Oh, well, good for you for doing that. So had you done radio programs before or is this a first? Um, I've done radio programs before, but not specifically a talk radio show uh -huh. in college and a community radio station around the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area where I'm originally from. Uh, I did a music show, but I always inserted my emotions and my thoughts for the week and how I was feeling. But I'm really excited about this because it allows me and actually forces me to engage with a lot of different people about their stories and getting to know people and getting to know the adversity they overcome and, and what they're all about. So this is really exciting for me. It's a different chapter in my life. Well, and they're great conversations. I mean, I know that you actually strive to have what you describe as kind of raw conversations. I mean, they're they're very unpolished. They feel very real, um, which is not always an easy thing to do. Yeah, it's a lot harder than people realize because I, for years, obsessed over, okay, am I talking into this song far enough? And is it sound radio-y enough, I guess, <laughs> is the word I'm thinking of. Like, I was always so obsessed about trying to sound like the people I listen to on the radio. And uh. now I'm just trying to create my own, uh, my own idea of what radio should be. And that's very cool. So your conversations are always... Such a lo lovely opportunity to walk in other people's shoes, as I say. And, and um, why do you think that's important? I think it's really important because it really has changed and influenced my perspective quite a bit, is that I know what to expect from certain situations. I really gained a passion for understanding of people with brain injury because there's so many different levels mm -hmm. of it mm -hmm. and there's so many different levels of how people react to situations. And even something like autism, there's certain things that I realize, oh, we can all learn from like, oh, this is why I feel sensory overload in certain times. They're able to articulate things sometimes about us that we don't know about ourselves because they're channeled into it. Ah, oh, interesting. So it's actually, I mean, these conversations are not only a way of understanding others' experiences, but actually to get a bead on yourself. Absolutely, it really helps to understand from a whole perspective of who we are because I feel that disability 
people think of it as what's the disability where in reality I think of it as, okay, so what are they focusing more on now that they don't have this one skill? Where are they putting their energy? Because it's not a lack of energy or potential. It's just being redistributed. I think that's actually a great way of thinking about it. And I, you know, it kind of brings me back to my, uh, the conversation you and I had about, you know, what do we rely on for getting around safely as we walk? And you have a different set of things that you're paying attention to that you kind of prioritize differently than I do, both in service of the goal of getting safely from point A to point B. Interesting. Interesting. So is empathy an explicit goal in for you and your show? Absolutely. It's pretty much the main goal I have for myself and for people who are listening is to grow the level of empathy uh, so that they may be at least curious, even if they're not on the front lines in the community talking about it all the time. I realize everybody has hectic and busy schedules, but at least to be curious about it plants the seed where people will want to know more about it. Right, right. And I mean, one of the things I really admire about your show and the conversations is that I think they really are about empathy and they are explicitly not about sympathy, Yeah. Um, uh, which has this kind of power, weird kind of funky power dynamic or something about it that that isn't what empathy is. And is that something that you... I mean, are you conscious about that? Is that something that you are thinking about as you're having your conversation? Yeah, I am keeping that in mind. It's mm-hmm. something that I definitely want to make sure gets across is that this is a person, they might be a musician, they might be a community activist, they just happen to have a disability. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the adversity that they end up facing is because of the misunderstandings that happen in society. Now, there are things that are affected by having various disabilities, but not everybody's going to be a basketball player either. Right. So So it's just that our disabilities are more noticeable in the grand scheme of tasks because the world is built a certain way and you're expected to do certain things in a certain way. So for us doing it differently, I'm more curious about the differences specifically Uh and how they channel the, the ability within someone. So are there any of those that kind of have jumped out at you that maybe surprised you or moved you so far in your conversations? Anything in particular? Um, I think just the fact that different people are feeling so comfortable with me. I don't have a specific situation, but everyone responds differently to it. Uh, I've interviewed a few different people with brain injury. And honestly, they're some of the smartest people I've talked to, even though they have short term memory, even though they find it hard to be focused. When you get them going on a specific topic, they are very passionate and vigilant about what they have to say in regards to it. And I think that specifically is probably what surprised me. Uh, Interesting. I mean, I think and I think, you know, listening to your show, you really do come away with that sense that these are whole people. Yeah. You know, we the the unifying theme is disability, but it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's the way I want it to feel. Well, yeah, I think that's the whole success of it. It's very cool. Do you think it's possible to break boundaries without empathy, without curiosity? I don't think so, because without Uh empathy and without curiosity, well, you're not even imagining someone else's perspective. You're not putting yourself in their situation and you're not even willing to ask questions. And that's really where I have a lot of problems with people thinking of the American society, economics, politics, and such this narrow view of this will happen this way and then we'll 
automatically lead to this. There are so many more components and variables to yeah. everything. And that's what I aim to explore. Yeah, yeah. And and giving space for that conversation. You know, um, Krista Tippett has a, a wonderful line about um, generous listening is powered by curiosity. And I think kind of creating that space for the generous is a great word for it creating that space for the conversation to emerge to sort of see what comes without a lot of um you know preconceptions or direction maybe yeah and you mentioned Brene Brown as well mm-hmm. and she does a lot of great work on vulnerability and that was something i really made sure to make a priority vulnerability in myself vulnerability in the people i talk to because it's real it's authentic we're we all feel it there's these gender roles and, and this and that with different people and yet when we're truly willing to be ourselves, we're able to move past the facade and actually move forward in our understanding of things. Yeah. When I prepare these shows, I do a lot of sort of digging around in my notes and, you know, thinking about who have I who have I read or who have I heard that talks about this subject in an interesting way. And Brene Brown was definitely at the top of that list. Oh, and yeah, she had great. she is. She is and she had a great line that I found um that I think really sort of speaks to this that if we can share our story with someone who responds with empathy, empathy and understanding, shame can't survive. And I thought that so goes to the kind of the humanizing voice that you bring through your program that I think curiosity kind of brings to these conversations. And Yeah, I've really appreciated the powerful uh notions of simplicity lately i've always Mm. uh, i've used to overthink things and sometimes it's just as basic as our emotions and responses and empathy and sense of community interesting interesting so i've actually been thinking a lot about the line between curiosity and intrusiveness like where is the where's the line between my desire to know something about your life and experience uh, where does that cross into prying or invasion of privacy? Talk to me about how that comes up around living with disabilities, because I, I imagine it does. A lot of people, when I initially talk to them, they preface the question they ask by, I hope this doesn't offend you, but, or I don't want to offend uh-huh. you, but. In my mind, I think people should be curious about things. I think that they should want to know about things. The only thing I ask is, I mean, just be realistic in your questioning you know there's there's a way to ask something like oh how'd you even get out of the house and on this train by yourself Uh like that's Uh really when people don't even imagine that it's even possible uh for something like that to happen that's really making assumptions that's where i think the line is drawn when Uh there's an assumption made about the capacity of my character due to a certain ability or disability that i have that's where i have to draw the line if somebody asks out of pure curiosity, I don't have a problem. They can ask anything. I'm an open book. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think that's actually, a, that's a great rule of thumb that it's, you know, sort of don't, don't be coming at it with assumptions, be coming at it with curiosity and, and sort of if the shoe were on the other foot, would you be willing to answer that question and have that assumption made about you? Yeah. And I think about that as like, well, you know, w- would that be an okay question to ask me? 
You know, if I'm not willing to have somebody ask me that question, I better not be willing to ask it of somebody else. Well, it's odd how rational people will overlook that because, uh-huh. for example, say somebody just walked up behind you on the street and started pushing you toward a certain direction and said, that way, that way, that way, go that way. Uh, yeah. You would think, um, what's about to happen to me right now? Like, am I in a dangerous situation? Right. You know, and yet people will walk up to me being blind and just, you know, without even introducing themselves sometimes, you know, start moving me. And I'm like, really? Like, you would not respond so uh, gracefully as I have to this. <laughs> no, I can really, I can really, no, I mean, I can imagine that, but I've not had that experience. It's like, I mean, yes, I think I would have a very strong reaction to that. Absolutely. So are there things that you wish people would choose to be curious about in terms of others' experience in living with disability? I mean, are there things that have come up in your conversations or... Um, yeah, I think just what their what their passions are, because mm-hmm. we have one of the most uh, the lowest employment rates. Yeah. Uh, people with disabilities are, are they're just not seen as employable. I'm not saying across the board. I think it's getting better, but overall, making a generalization, it really is hard to get that to people. How important it is to include those perspectives. Uh, people with autism, for example, are so focused on specific things. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. with that, there's a loyalty there and there's also a focus on very specific and strategic tasks. Why aren't their opinions not being considered? And in fact, honestly, if I were an employer, I wouldn't even see that as a disability. I'd see that as, hey, here's right. somebody who actually has a perspective that I'm looking for. Like they're really focused on this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I think that's ex- I think that's exactly right. So, how do you think we bridge whatever gap exists in our respective curiosities? How do we get across those distances? Asking questions. Yeah. I think it's really as simple as having a conversation and asking questions. I think what I do with my show is I don't claim to know anything. I'm not an expert on disability. I'm doing this for the same reason that I'd hope everyone else will do it just to get to know about somebody else and come away with a new perspective uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah i guess what i like about you is you choose to be curious brendan <laughs> ah, yeah i choose to be curious while breaking boundaries yeah, that's a double go. show there promotion right that's right that's right so i had warned you and you know this because you've listened to the shows oh, I'm that we do these analogies you were already like I'm on exci- this i already before. know what's coming i'm like know, eagerly waiting for you okay. to say it okay so um, we're going to distribute our skills here. You can reach into this jar without right. looking, right? So I'm going to yes. hand you the jar. I promise I'll peek. And you take them out. No All right. peeking. All right. All right. And then I'll read them. All right. Oh, the notorious curiosity jar. Okay. Am I pulling out one for each of us or no? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So pull out two. Okay. Um, the, the first one's mine here and this one will be yours. Okay. Okay. And then I'm actually going to take one out for our audience. Okay. As well. That's right. Okay, so um, I'm going to read you yours. Okay. Okay. So yours is lemonade. Lemonade? Yep, yours is lemonade. Mine is clouds, and we won't tell the audience theirs yet. So do you want to go first, or do you want me to go? Uh, Go first, because I feel like I can come up with a good one, but I need like a couple more seconds. Okay, okay, fair. So mm, curiosity is like clouds um, because it kind of drifts in and out. It can build up in the way big storm clouds can, and it can definitely lead to lightning strikes. 
Yeah. That's curiosity is like clouds. How about lemonade? All right. Well, let's see here. Curiosity is like lemonade because it can be refreshing once you get a taste of it. Ah, nice. Um, it can really bring joy to people. And uh, I find that there's more of an ability uh, to be curious sometimes in the outside environment in the summertime and lemonade's a summer drink. So. Oh, nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. And I had to reach there, but I, I did all right. But you know, that's what analogies are about. So yeah. an audience, your analogy is compass. How is curiosity like a compass? And you can send us that at hashtag analogy on Facebook or Twitter. So, Brandon, um, before we run out of time, so where can people get more of you? Uh, well, um, Twitter at BC443. And, of course, find the show on demand at WERA.FM. And that's where you can really get all the details about everything else that I'm up to. And the show is actually on Mondays, right? Yeah, Mondays from 4 to 5. Mondays from 4 to 5, Breaking Boundaries. So any last thoughts on choosing to be curious in what you're doing? You got anything coming up that you want to talk about? Um, just continue to reach out, have conversations with people. If you have an ambitious goal, whether you're an entrepreneur or somebody who has an entrepreneurial spirit, seek those goals. Be curious about the outcomes and, hey, try your hardest. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. You're listening to WERA 96.7 FM. If you joined us late or want to catch up with other Curiosity Conversations, listen in online, on demand, at WERA.FM. Stick around. Wendy Mann is coming up next with the Story Hour. She hosts great conversations about storytelling in every form imaginable. I think you'll enjoy it. And later today, we've got more great conversations at 6 o'clock with Grace and 30, 7 o'clock with Green and Sexy, and in between all sorts of cool tunes, Planet Jazz, Femcord, Vinyl Assault Vehicle. Just don't change the dial. Special thanks to our guests, Brandon Charles, my sound safari companion, Antonio Villaronga, and Ann Simmons, my favorite Arlington crossing guard. Do you know something about curiosity? Are you wondering about curiosity? Is there someone you think I should be talking to? Join the conversation on Facebook and Twitter. Choose to be curious. And you can get me on email now. Choose to be curious at gmail.com if you don't like the social media thing. Don't forget to send us your compass analogy. Hashtag analogy. And a special shout out to Nina for her analogy to fishing. She said, curiosity is like fishing. Because it's so exciting when you feel the first tug and aren't sure what you're reeling in. And I hope you'll join us next time for a conversation with Elizabeth Jones, Executive Director of Arlington's Offender Aid and Restoration Program. OAR works to blend compassion and accountability to assist offenders in leading productive and responsible lives to the benefit of all. And we're going to explore... What happens to curiosity before, during, and after incarceration? And what OR does to bring that curiosity muscle, to build that curiosity muscle as it helps people return to our community? Don't miss it. And finally, knowing that Brandon is a big music fan and, and a pretty much a trivia master on the subject, I asked him if he had what he considered a theme song, and he had a hard time choosing. But ultimately, he came up with this.
until next time, choose to be curious. Shut